Hi listeners, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. Hi everyone, hi Alana. Hi Sam, how are you? I'm good. I need everyone to know that yesterday was your birthday. Woo! My B-day, 27. Did you have a good time? I had a really great birthday. I actually did, which is funny because birthdays are weird. I feel like they're not always... My God. You get older, I feel like birthdays just become less and less exciting, which is totally normal. But I also feel like there's a lot of expectations on birthdays, but this birthday was just perfect. Like I spent time with my family. I was, it was just great. It was good vibes. I totally understand the birthday thing. Like I was having a conversation with one of my guy friends the other week about how I cry on every birthday and it's for the silliest reasons too. Like I always feel loved and the people that matter will are always there. And I don't know if I like build up expectations or what. So I totally think it's such a good omen to have a good birthday. I know. Like I just, now I just want a simple birthday. Like I used to feel like probably when I was younger, I have to like fit in everything or see Everyone, it's just like, it's so much better just being simple. But I completely agree. Birthdays are known for just like reflecting and wondering, you know, questioning where we're at in life, all these things that I feel like it's really normal for birthdays and holidays to kind of end up being like reflective, kind of sad days. And I feel like you will be like, of course, but every day for me, I sit and there's like at least five minutes where I'm like, this is not where I thought that I would be. And mm-hmm. birthdays especially. And now I feel like you and I are in the age when everyone is getting married, which is so wonderful. And I'm so happy to like share and see all of that love. But like, it is a weird, it's just a weird age. I think that we're in right now, which is that late twenties to late thirties yeah. where like so much is changing. And I don't know, it's just never, I don't know where I thought I would be. I just didn't think that I would be here, you know? Right. And if there's a day to sit and think about it and ask ourselves that, it's always on birthdays. I know when we should, like, I put so much pressure on myself to be happy and all of this stuff. And I don't know. I just, birthdays are such a mixed bag. So I'm so, so happy. And your brother came in. Yes. So my brother doesn't live in the States. And so he was here visiting and That just makes it even more special. It's so funny just being with him. Guys, Alana and Jeremy are like the goofiest siblings (laughs) I have ever seen. And I have been around them for now, how, how, like 10 years, maybe. And I swear to God, they're so funny. There's never SNL funny. It's like situational funny. But yeah, so it's really good vibes like it's a it was a good birthday I'm so happy he's here but yeah thank you from the absolutely ADHD community happy birthday we love having you I seriously this podcast makes me so happy I'm excited for this conversation so yeah because we talk about this goes into so many different areas but what I wanted to talk about today is ADHD and validation seeking behaviors or that need that tendency to seek out external validation which is so common I think we give so many examples like just in our personal lives of us doing this all the time I think we're both working on it for ourselves it kind of feels like all of the things that I do are a mixture of all of these different ADHD habits and topics 
but I do tend to seek validation so often. And most of the time it's really subconscious. Like it's just playing off a little bit of anxiety that I have, but I don't quite know what it is. And so I'm just looking for ways to appease my nerves. And it turns out a lot of it is just seeking validation. Definitely. And it makes sense. Like I think as humans, you know, the first thing we do is we look up at our parents for validation when we're kids of like, oh, should we be crying? Or if I just, you know, should we be okay? And that's, it makes so much sense. But I think that the challenge is when that need for seeking validation keeps us in this place of being stuck or keeps us from being able to provide ourselves with that self-validation, you know, like when that validation becomes the end all be all. Totally. It is an endless cycle. Like you do have to mentally break it at one point. And like, I remember there's this one story that I know I've spoken about before. Like I would go to, I've been in therapy for a long time, you know, on and off for years. And there was a therapist that I had in Kansas city where she pointed out to me that I would call my mom after therapy appointments and like debrief the therapy appointment. And my mom would be like, this is not like, this is not helpful. This is your therapy is your time to work through your issues. To be quite honest with you, she didn't say it like this, but the gist of it was I'm not interested, you know, not that she's not interested, but you know what I mean? And, um, she would never give me the response that I wanted, which was like basically a pat on the back. I wanted her to tell me how good I was doing and blah, blah, blah. And so I would go to my therapist and be heartbroken about this. And my therapist was like, you really need to break this habit. And it is uncomfortable. It was wildly uncomfortable because I would get in the car and my immediate thought would be like, oh, I have to call my mom. And like Mm -hmm. the first couple of times I didn't do that, it felt I had a lot of anxiety. Yeah. It's so interesting because like also I feel like sometimes when, especially with ADHD, when we're excited about something or not even excited, but also interested. So like, let's say like if you had a therapy appointment and there was something where you have this kind of like aha moment. It makes so much sense. Like you want to discuss that with like people, like you just want to be able to share that too. Yeah. So it's kind of like hard to find a balance between doing that, but also realizing that like, but we don't necessarily need to rely on that. But that's such a good example. In the short term, it feels really good, you know, and there is a difference between being supported and needing validation. And I don't think that validation is a bad thing altogether. You know, I think that we need it. You know, we need yeah. the people that we love to keep us on the right path and to help us celebrate our wins and, you know, hug us during our losses and stuff. But like, you're so right. I think what you said earlier about it's more important when you're seeking this validation all the time, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because you're not giving yourself any internal validation. My therapist would call it a sense of self. She's like, mm-hmm. you don't have a sense of self. It's like an internal core thing, you know? Yeah. And it also makes a lot of sense for this conversation to be specific. Like I wanted to talk about it specifically as it relates to ADHD, because as we've talked about so much, so much of it is the fact that our brains are constantly seeking out dopamine. And we get that dopamine when we have other people who are giving us, you know, validation or positive feedback or whatever it is. So then it it triggers us, you know, it gives us dopamine and then that positive reaction kind of makes our brain do it again and like wants to reinforce it and reinforce that behavior. So that's kind of like what you were saying. It it is a cycle and it's really, really uncomfortable to break that. You know, a thing that I've been getting into lately 
is like, I'm nervous when people, like I get an, an intrusive thought, like, oh, my friends are mad at me. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult to get myself out of this. Like we were even talking about this last week, I think. And so I'll text them just something like, do you want to get dinner later this week? Not to talk yeah. about anything, but just to confirm to myself that they're not mad at me. And yeah. then I have an anxiety until they answer. When mm-hmm. instead, what would be more beneficial for me to become a stronger person and a better version of myself is to work on getting myself out of that anxiety place without needing any external validation. But, you know, and so I cut myself off at the knees every time I text because then I like, I'm like, whew, okay, they're not mad at me. And then the cycle starts over again. You know, I don't right. give myself any time to work on it. Totally. Like we're not even opening the door for us to provide ourselves with that self-validation. We're just like first things first seeking it from an external source. Yeah. I find like a good cue that kind of helps me sometimes is, and I've spoken about this like at the more at the beginning episodes. I don't think I've mentioned it recently, but it's to like pretend that there is a a younger Sam inside of my brain who's having all of these thoughts and feelings. And what I would say to coach her through it you know, and it kind of like lifts me out of the immediacy of the emotions and like gives me a little, like just not a ton, but like a little bit of distance to be yeah. like, okay, Sam, why do you feel like these people are mad at you? Let's go through in your brain what's happened to confirm all of this stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. that's a little bit helpful. It is. And that's really the first thing is when we can be more mindful, be more aware. So obviously we all seek validation in different ways, whether that's through social media, whether that's through work, through friendships, through relationships, whatever it is. But we want to kind of push ourselves to create a space to ask ourselves, like, where am I seeking this out from? Like, is there, do I actually want this validation right now? Or like, would that actually be helpful? Mm-hmm. Or am I making that the only option? Right. Oh. And I'm like, putting that over our own, my own feelings and my it's, own thoughts. It's like living in this scarcity of like, I already know that I can't handle yeah. this. So I need someone else to help me handle this. And maybe that is true. You know, I think in yeah. some cases, like I said before, we do need external validation and we do need people to help us along. But not even giving an, a chance for the answer yeah. to be like, no, I can figure this out. Like, it's just, I don't right. Know. It's yeah. A to fulfilling prophecy. Definitely. And like to kind of push it a little bit more and more so that our nervous system gets more comfortable with that discomfort of like giving that validation to ourselves. And the thing that's so difficult, we we talk about this all the time, is social media. Like it is like social media is the reason right now that I feel like our society and our age group does rely on that so much. Just from likes and recognition and and posting when we're doing fun things and posting when we're doing cool things and, and all this stuff. And it's just like, our brains are not meant to process all of that and and know what everyone around us is doing and getting that validation. is just not healthy. Like I hadn't posted. I posted for the first time in three years on Instagram last week, guys, first time in three years. And I texted my friend Shannon after, like immediately after I posted. And I was like, I just posted. Now I feel like I want to die. I was like, what if no one likes it? And I get no comments. And then I'm like, why do I care? Like these moments have already happened. And I already enjoyed them so much when I was in them with the people that I love. Like I don't need some random person I went to elementary school with to tell me how pretty it is. Like I lived it. (laughs) 
you know, I just, I don't know though, but it does stop me a lot. I think that like social, this is not going to be like a novel thought. I feel like social media (laughs) is such a wonderful tool to connect, but it is so difficult to not compare yourself to everyone. And I'm not even talking influencers and famous people. I'm talking about my friends, you know? No, this goes into, so I, on social media, like I get a lot of unfollows at different times. I think anyone who has a business on social media does like that is just part of it. But yeah. here's the reason where like, I don't think that that's a bad thing for anyone. I mean, in general, but especially anyone who's working in like any type of like mental health or sharing that stuff is there's a time where we might feel okay, like being on social media or learning more about our ADHD or learning more about our mental health. And there's going to be other times where that's just too much. It's not personal. If people are, aren't wanting to you know, be inundated with a certain topic at all times in their life, like it's going to change. And so we have to do our part in being like, okay, what supports me in this season right now? And am I seeking so much validation from this one thing that I maybe don't need to be on as much, you know? Totally. It's such a normal thing to want to be told you're okay. You know, you're doing okay. You're doing a fine job. And that's really all it is, is just comfort but the problem with when you open yourself up to such a wide breadth of opinions is like, there's this saying, and I'm going to curse. So beware. There's a <laughs> saying that's like, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them. Uh-huh. And it goes on to be like, and, and they all stink. But I don't think that's necessarily true. But it's true. Yeah. Everyone is going to have an opinion. Every right. single person in the, in, the, in the universe has an opinion. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you listen to them. But building up that discretion is so hard. It's so hard. And this reminds me of, I saw this post from this person who was talking about her therapy appointment and she was sharing that pretty much when you're dealing with the opinions of other people, which a lot of us, any overthinkers, that's what we do a lot of, especially when we have these like people pleasing tendencies. But what's difficult is you're putting all that responsibility on ourself to kind of like cope with the possible thoughts and emotions of other people. And it's kind of like, no, like we have to put that responsibility on each individual. Like, and pretty much what she was saying is they can cope kind of thing. Like it's their responsibility to cope and it's our responsibility to cope with our own things. Right. Like, so I don't know that kind of, it, no, it made a lot of sense to me. It does. And I was even joking with a friend the other day about like, we were talking about how, when you put your hair in a ponytail and it looks really good from the front and then you see it from the back and you're like, oh my God, that's terrible. I said that and she was like, honestly, what the back of my head looks like is none of my business. Like, I don't see it. You know, if you see it and you don't like it, I'm sorry. I didn't see it because I can't see it. And it's just yeah. kind of the same with opinions that are, and I'm not talking about when you go to someone and say, does this look good on me? Or do you like this piece of writing that I did? It's mostly unsolicited, but it's the same. Other people's thoughts and feelings and opinions is honestly none of my business. Everyone is deserving of a private space in their brain to think whatever they want. And if they decide to vocalize that, still none of my business because I didn't ask. And it's, I'm not going to sit here and say that means that I don't care. Of course I care. Right. You know, I hate when people are like, I don't don't care care what people think think about me. I'm like, throw up. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Like a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you're like, I'm only human, but I just have to keep reminding myself that like, it really is just none of my business. Yeah. No, 
Totally. And it's tough to find a balance between it too. And I know that when I am working on something, like I always like, I just want to share it like with other people and other people to be like, give me that recognition. Right. And so thinking about this as I was preparing for the episode, what's the opposite of validation? And I would say probably, in my opinion, I feel like the opposite of validation is not being seen. Mm -hmm. And this is so common in this community. And I feel like this is also why a lot of us do lean towards people-pleasing behaviors and validation-seeking behaviors is because we're doing what we can to feel seen and understood when We probably have had a lot of situations in our life, whether it's school, whether it's not like people not understanding our ADHD situations where we have felt so misunderstood. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from. And a lot of the time, I don't even feel like I can adequately express myself. It's not even other people's fault for not wanting to listen or not being able to understand. I just don't even know what to say. And that can be incredibly isolating to just be stuck in your own head, you know, and to know that someone probably out there has a really, really good solution or a really good thing to say that would help. But I don't even know how to tell you I need help. So sometimes I think pushing all of this internal anxiety and stuff out is a coping mechanism for to tell me that I'm okay. You know, you're so right. And kind of what you were saying earlier, with like when you send that message, like we're, what we're doing is we're completely teaching our like nervous system. We're like, okay, it's fine. I sent the message. Now they can tell me that it's okay. Like we didn't leave any room for us to kind of provide that for ourselves. Yeah. And also like I had, I went through a phase in my life when I was living in the place I was before Austin, where I had, I had some really, really wonderful friends and I never had to worry with them. Like if something was wrong, I knew they would tell me. You know, I felt really at peace and moving to a new city and making new friends. You just don't have that level of trust yet. Like that takes time to build. So I found myself over the past year or so feeling so incredibly anxious about like, oh, I wonder if that one thing that I didn't think was bad was actually bad. So I might as well just text them like, hey, how are you doing? So that if this is a good opportunity for them to tell me that they're furious with me, you know, but like. I don't know. That's just not helpful. It doesn't serve anyone, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't give my relationship with them a chance to grow into trust because I'm not allowing them to come to me if something is wrong. And also it doesn't really give me a chance to mature at all. I don't know. It's just hard. It's really hard. It is really hard. We just, we don't leave any room for us to sit with that discomfort of like, maybe we can provide this for ourselves. And The thing I want to highlight too is I do want to say for people with ADHD, accountability is extremely important. We just want to make sure, for instance, with validation, we're not keeping that from letting us move forward. Which I do feel like is a trap that we fall into. Like that's what I I think we've both been saying is that validation is not a bad thing, but when it does hinder your ability to parent yourself, then it's a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. And when that is put in front of all of our own, you know, emotions and everything, and that's the first place we go. And I was also just thinking of like some of the common ways that we use it. And, you know, like when we preface something with this is a, this is dumb, but like, <laughs> or like we're kind of trying to control whatever criticism might come. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that was all. Go ahead. I hope everyone has noticed that we've gotten so much better about interrupting each other. We're trying really, really hard. We're, it's a, no, like we're really trying. A work in progress. 
I find myself doing this a lot when I'm like telling a story. I think subconsciously, what is something that someone could object to? And so I'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And I know that you're thinking blah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they did. They probably weren't even thinking that. I just <laughs> want to cover all my bases so that they don't have anything contrary to say. Right. I, I did it the other day. Can I ask a stupid question? And it wasn't, I don't know if it was a stupid question or not. I just felt stupid. It, it's probably like a really appropriate question. Yeah, like a wildly appropriate question that I would not know the answer to. You know, remember I sent you the t- the something on Instagram that was like um, me in my villain era, uh, just setting appropriate boundaries or like communicating my boundaries, like my perfectly reasonable boundaries. That's all. Like someone invites you to plans and you say, "I'm thank you so much for the invite, but I'm bu- but I'm busy." Yeah, and we're like, "Yeah, I'm in my villain era." <laughs> So as we talked about, just really doing what we can to how can we add in a little bit more self-validation, being more mindful, knowing when we're seeking that out from different things. Is it on social media? Is it in our relationships? Is it in work? How can we practice more self-compassion and self-care and support ourselves in our own thoughts and feelings and knowing that they're valid? If I can give like one tangible activity that might help is, I know I never really have good I never really have like good solutions because I feel like so often like this is hard, you know, and you just have to work on it. But this is a really good solution. Change your environment. Seriously, if you're sitting in this feeling of anxiety and needing to confirm something or for someone to validate you, literally get up and leave if you're home, if you can, you know, or if you're laying in bed at night, read a book or watch TV. Like you need to take your mind off of it and you'll find that 30 minutes, an hour has passed and you're not thinking about it and the anxiety has lessened. Like the problem might still be there, but literally I've found that like on a Sunday when I'm sitting there replaying everything that happened over the weekend and all of the ways that I could have pissed everyone off and ruined all of my friendships, I have to get up and I have to leave my apartment and go do literally anything, even if it's walking around Target, you know? I think that's a really good point. I think like the thinking of the word movement and it's like movement, whether you're literally moving from like one room to another, moving out of a situation, moving what's in front of you, something has to, you know, move, but that's a really good tip. And most importantly, I think being able to also question ourselves, like, do I absolutely need this validation in order to move forward? Or am I just kind of doing it because it would help me feel more comfortable, right? And sometimes we don't. And even if you ask yourself that question and you still find yourself wanting that validation, at least you've asked the question, you know? Exactly. You've made one step towards being more conscious of your of what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I hope you have a good week. Do you have anything fun planned this week? Um, nah. We've same. moved offices. I'm still at the same job, but just at a different office. So I'm doing that. I get to see my puppy because I was away for a bit last week. So I haven't seen him since last Wednesday. So I'm excited. Oh, well, he's back. Good. I'm glad. Well, Um, with your family and happy birthday. I hope 27 is full of so much life and happiness and really, really good food and I cannot wait to celebrate with you. Oh my God. Thank you. It's just going to be a great year. I have this community now. I'm just, I'm excited. So thank you guys. Thank you for being here for the messages and everything. And yeah, I hope everyone has an awesome week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye guys. Have a good one.
As always, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Coaching by Alana, and you can find the podcast on Instagram at absolutely.adhd. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, write us a review so we can help share this information with more of you. As always, thank you so much for the support, and we will talk to you next week.